0: Hello, this is Yasmin Bilkisi Bryan.
1: And this is Yasmin Metz Johnson.
0: We are Y Square Pod. Welcome back to season two. two. Season two. We're here. Hey. We're back. Bigger and better. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, we we'll always have to appreciate you all and thanks for the support over the weeks. So, as you know, just to go over the structure of Y Square Pod before we dive into this week's episode. Um, so, it's always seven episodes in a season. How many seasons we'll have? Well, you just have to stay tuned to this crazy journey of our chronicles of Y Square Pod. <laughs> as we take on Freetown and the world. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the structure. So we have are switching it up a bit. So we're having bi-weekly episodes, which basically means like every two weeks, every fortnight, as opposed to um, every week. And in between that time, we'll always have content on our Instagram feed, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Across the socials. Right. And
1: we are also now posting on Mondays. Before, I believe it was Thursdays. Correct. Yeah, we just thought we'd. Um, it went more with our schedule to to upload on Mondays. And we still have the same structure where we have the interesting facts about Sierra Leone and we will always end with an African proverb. All right, so let's dive in. Yeah. So the interesting fact for today is that Sierra Leone has multiple surrounding islands, such as Bunts Island, Bonth Island, Tasso Island, Pi- I was about to say Pineapple Island, <laughs> Plantain <laughs> Island, <laughs> Pineapple's a lie, um, Maroon Island, Banana Island, any other ones I've missed out Yes. Mm, can't think of any. You said Tassel, you said Turtle, right? Yeah, it's TY. Yeah, TY is an island. And right? TY as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm, there's
0: Dublin, there's York, there's quite a there's few. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot.
1: And I purposely haven't given a number because I'm still exploring and discovering them. But yeah, we have multiple islands. That... Oh, discovering that makes mm, that brings in my inner ancestor. Don't say discover. What? These
0: are already inhabited by people.
1: Well, I'm. discovering This is the them. same. No,
0: no, no. It's the same mentality that these people came to this part of the world and like, oh yeah, we're discovering a country that's already inhabited by people.
1: But you have is... not yet
0: to go there.
1: So, so now that's talk, you do talk. Now and that's I do talk. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. You're not, you're not yes. An interesting post. Yes. So wait, I understand. So you're basically saying the term discover you um connect that with um the whole colonial
0: uh uh-huh, post traumatic yeah. stress disorder. Yep, a okay. little bit
1: of PTSD came up in there. I'm not Interesting. Gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what's have you been talking about? Are you the talker? <laughs> Um you have yet to go there. I have yet to go there. Mm-hmm. I've been to a few. Um Such I as? recently went to Bonth Island. And I should just be exploring that you. And it was really it was amazing. Mm, I had a great course. time. However, it was very difficult to get um information about just the past structures and the the people that lived there, the Bonthanians, that's how they call themselves. Yeah. I know. I was like E and I <laughs> And i get a name. Um, yeah, so it was hard to get information from them because they like when I was just asking about the churches and mm-hmm. some of the structures they were living in, they just didn't know. They were just like, no, that's all we I was just like, <laughs> hmm, okay. I want more information. But um, yeah, I'm I'm still on the quest, looking for, hunting for the information, and whatever I find, I will put on the blog. Okay, and you've been to Bunce Island too, right? Yeah, I've been to bon- Bunce Island. I went at the end of. December, yeah okay.
0: So for our listeners who may not know about Bunce Island Would you like to tell them a bit?
1: Yeah, so Bunce Island um, Was uh, Well it is a slave fortress And I can't remember the The year, I think it was 18 something But it was owned by the London Royal Uh oh don't want to get facts wrong anyway I'm going to send you (laughs) to my Instagram stories because I have a good description about my travels there okay I I have all the information there so go to my Instagram stories and yeah Bunce Island should come up oh we'll put it up on the Y Square pod yeah I
0: will put it up Okay, cool. Um, the only island I've been to so far is Banana Island. Um, so, Banana Island is actually inhabited. I, I don't know. I was under the impression some of these islands were not uh, inhabited. I thought they were just for tourist attraction. So, I went to Buffer Resort. Um, not a shout-out, but, I mean, they're pretty cool people. And it's quite affordable and it's clean. Like, I've never been in a tent before. Not bougie, but, yeah. When did you go? I did this last year with my cousins. Um yeah, Jan twenty eighteen. Yeah. So it was really nice. Spent the night. It was really fun. Very cool
1: place and nice to explore and have fun. So yeah. Um Yeah, I went my... there for a day trip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to um Saffour, Resort, we went to um Banana Island mm-hmm. and then we also went to Maroon Island. Okay. So, yeah.
0: uh, island's on my list this year to go. Uh, definitely Bunt. I've not been. Um, uh, Tassel Island. Although they're further and harder to access. Um, uh, uh, not easily accessible. But you know, we'll try. Um, yeah. So Tasso Island I heard some nice things about them, and Bunt Island as well.
1: Yeah, I definitely would recommend going, and when I went to Bonth recently, I also discovered neighbouring beaches, or neighbouring, huh? I was still talking to, I was, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of English was that, I was still, I was still, it. <laughs> I would still saying it, I'm not coming to change it now, I'm mm. sorry, so seriously, you just say, oh, I, I've yet to been, yeah, I've yet to. when go. did you change that?
0: Um, I guess maybe you know college that's when you all that's when we start to become pretentious and fake woke but then like after college so you're
1: pretentious and fake woke. no no no. when I was
0: oh, when I was but no I mean I think a few years ago I started being more mindful of what I say discover Ooh, this mm, hits me wrong but yeah so I decided to be more so now I know when, when you
1: read my blog that's if you even read it oh you've been <laughs> discovering a lot I read your blog of course <laughs> When, whenever you read Discovery, you just get a bit mm, uncomfortable. I don't say anything. A little bit uncomfortable, but you know. <laughs>
0: um, and yeah, as usual, so you know that we are content creators, and you can feel free to send us your brand or your institution or your business's name. And if you would like a shout-out, you can just hit us up at ysquarepod at gmail.com or on our socials, and yeah, and we can make that happen for you. And our socials are Y Square Pod, Pod um, all platforms. All socials, yeah. Yes, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we want to hit you with some highlights before we dive into this episode about what we've been doing the past six weeks. So we've been thinking of you all, of course, creating content, of course. Both Yaz and I traveled, and that is this episode Travel in Africa.
1: Can we just acknowledge how fast April went? Like, you know? This month, Noel. The past month went by so quickly. Aye, too quickly. It, it was scary. And, you know, it has 30 days, too, so you think
0: it would go moderately, but no, yeah. it just kind of zoomed right by. Um, so the th- last Thursday of every April is International Day of Girls and ICT, wherein you just try to um, raise awareness and advocate for the... Gen- the gender digital divide And so Yaz and I you know, As bloggers, as content creators We decided to commemorate that day On the 18th um, that was like the Thursday before the actual event because I had to travel the following week. So we trained about thirty-five girls in um content creating, mindfulness, uh, blogging, online safety, creating our right own narrative, mm-hmm, yeah, and controlling the narrative as well, mm-hmm. and yeah, just telling our stories, you know, through our own voices. So they came up with some really dope stuff, which was very exciting. We posted the pictures on our. Instagram, but as we said, we're going to put up every single episode, like, as a story on Instagram, so that you can always check the highlights there if you're more of a visual person like myself. So, um, yeah, we'll put up our International Day of Girls and ICT as an Instagram highlight for you all, mm-hmm. and, yeah, so it was really good. The girls were very engaging. It was a bit of a challenge, but, I to mean... To start with. To start with, as usual. As the,
1: um, how long was it? it? was about two hours? Two hours yeah, and a half. And but and as half, we went mm-hmm. on, there were more vocal right which is good I was getting worried at the beginning because I was so quiet but
0: I mean that's typically the case like um in these parts of the world girls are not encouraged you know to speak up yeah so and you know let alone an adult asking them what their opinion is so at first it was a bit um of a challenge you know to get them out of their shell we
1: purposefully um created the the slide that we were presenting to them we purposefully um, ask them a lot of questions mm-hmm. because I said to Yasmin I said I don't want it to be like they're in school and they're being lectured mm. at let them remember this as an engaging experience so
0: right I don't yeah. even teach that way so I couldn't bring it to the workshop um, situation but yeah it was really good the no, girls really good. liked it yeah so that's good so we're looking to train about um, not in terms of numbers but at least have three trainings maybe one or let's say four, maybe one every quarter. Yeah, so we're looking to do one again. Um, Internet Day, since we're like in the digital realm, Internet Day is in October, so we might do something then. But African Child's Day is June sixteenth. But I don't think so. we need
1: to wait for a day necessarily. No, to that's do true. A yeah, we can just workshop. do it like you know at because the I end think, of each season I think or even whatever. Just life skills. So, for example, um, just doing photography.
0: We thought of that.
1: Yeah, photography. Um interview prep Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. CV CV writing yeah surgery resume yeah
0: so that's cool yeah so we did that and then um, so both of us traveled uh, the past month Uh, Yaz went to the UK I went to Nigeria Um, so I'll just talk a bit about my trip it was a work trip actually Mm -hmm. so I was there for a week my conference was about three days but I just extended my stay so I went to Lagos, last Giddy, whoop, whoop. So I was there for a week. I just came back um, on the 29th of April, so just at the end of the month. And um, as someone in the digital uh, world, I guess, so I went for a digital rights conference. It's an annual conference I always attend. And it was pretty good, you know, a lot of reports about, like, different Internet shutdowns and data and privacy in different countries, especially the countries that I've been monitoring. And, um, and there's been improvement in other countries that had, like, gross, like, digital rights violations and, you know, like during elections, they will shut down the internet. You know, it's wild out here in Africa, but, you know, we did try it with Charlie. So um, that was pretty much it. I mean, Lagos, I'm there like at least once or twice a year for work. So um, it was okay. It was nice to get out of Australia, but, you know, I'm looking to visit another country. But you were ready to come back as well.
1: I was, instead. you know, completely, you know. I'm just, just, just trying to get was this money. similar with me. I, my trip was actually at the end of um, March and... It was for a work um, purpose as well. I was speaking on the panel for a tourism event called Taste the Culture hosted by Melanin Travel. They're a platform that um, encouraged African diasporans to travel and just show examples of what it's like to travel Mm. um, as a African. And yeah, it was was their first event and I was one of the panelists. So um, I'm not sure if you're aware but i'm sure you are if you've listened to season one i used to work in senegal and i think they wanted the perspective of someone who's a foreigner but worked or lived in um, senegal before to Mm -hmm. be on the panel um yeah it was really interesting my second panel of the year so i was happy happy about that yeah and yeah it was it was a good event very um eye-opening and it was kind of scary because it's so on the spot like after you've spoken they're like so any questions and (laughs) you have to just be like ready so, why were you so ready to come back home? Uh, well, my phone got stolen. Mm. That was one reason. <laughs> yeah, my phone was stolen. I think if it hadn't been stolen, it wouldn't have been so bad. Oh, and then my whole um, eczema as well. Oh, okay. yeah. That's so, basically, I'm allergic to the UK, guys. No, I'm not. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I just think, so, when I was younger, I used to suffer from eczema. And um, you can commonly get eczema in your bend. So, that's, like, where your joints are. Um between your arms and your legs. Mm. And it's just um, where your skin flares up. It's very itchy, it's very uncomfortable. So I used to suffer from this when I was younger and then it went away. And it came back when I was at my last year of university and the doctors say, yeah, it's common when you're stressed. Again, Mm. so um, it it flared up and then it went away. Um, When I came back, well, when I went back to the UK from um, working in Senegal, that was my third flare up, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, what is this?" But then I went to the doctors and they said it 's probably um, just environment that 's the annoying things they don 't actually tell you what it is it 's like it can be an environmental thing or it can be uh, you're allergic to something I'm like tell me what it is, but anyway, the way um, eczema works it just you have to find what triggers it, mm. so that 's why i 'm even like giving up sugar for now, just to find like maybe it 's I know I'm okay. drinking more soft drinks as I've moved to to um, Sierra Leone, so maybe <laughs> it's that. But um, no, I think a big thing for me. So basically, the ten days I was in the UK, mm-hmm. it triggered again, and I think because the water um, in mm. the UK is a lot harsher yeah. than the water here in Salone is, is soft here. So um, yeah, I think my body missed that. Okay, but enough about my eczema. I feel like I've been talking about it. For <laughs> <ages>. <laughs> it's cool.
0: <laughs> Uh, no, with me, like, I enjoyed my trip in Nigeria. Nothing happened like a phone getting stolen or anything. It's just that, you know, I'm just trying to build something, you know, Ori and stuff. So, like, I prefer to limit my travels unless it's work-related. And, you know, I can't avoid it. I have to go. It's fine. But, yeah, I prefer at least this year to stay more in-country unless I'm on vacation. Maybe later on the year when I plan that, then I'll go. Okay. But um, the only thing that I'm very looking forward to, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're looking to go to the Chalewaute
1: Festival. Yay. Hey. Yes, yeah, so I just realized we didn't introduce this um, episode.
0: We did. I said travel in Africa.
1: Oh, sorry. I was... Yes, yeah, so we're thinking <laughs> of your
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. So, we want to give you um, some tips for traveling in Africa. Let's talk more about traveling. And um, we both have two... Among, well, between the both of us, we have like three passports, and so we'll talk about our common passport countries we can go to within, out, within the region, out of the region, and our individual passports yeah. and what we share. Um, So, I would say a tip for traveling within Africa, you have to have an open mind. Like, sometimes things will just not go according to plan. That's just something we've learned coming to Sierra Leone. It's just how it is. You know, I'm not saying don't put a plan in place, but, you know, be flexible. If you can't leave this day, like, especially, I'm talking in the perspective of like traveling by road. So, like, if you're traveling by road and you're just like, oh, well, you know, I'm not really feeling traveling today. It is what it is. But do you
1: advise traveling by road? Because Mm -hmm. I I hear those crazy stories about the borders. Oh, girl, I have some crazy... Oh, yes,
0: I do. Plenty of crazy stories. But yeah, I've traveled in Africa. um, Well, in the region, to be fair, uh, by road. And it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. So, um, but anyway, I'll tell you some stories later. But yeah, keep an open mind. Absolutely.
1: Um, I would say another tip would be to be patient actually Mm. a lot of the the countries will probably teach you patience like subconsciously Mm -hmm. you just have to you have to be patient to to get by and for things to to work out as well as being proactive i guess
0: right Mm right Um, just kind of exercise caution It depends on the region that you're in again When crossing the border Especially if you're crossing by road Just make sure if you don't have your shots I had to get a shot at the border That wasn't very fun I didn't have a meningitis Ooh. shot And apparently you need that in Cote d'Ivoire Ivory Coast So I had to get that And that was I was like, nope It has to be a doctor I need to see his license I was very paranoid You because, drove
1: to Cote d'Ivoire?
0: Yeah, from Accra
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I took a I you meant From here?
0: Eh, no, 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 from Accra. <laughs> <laughs> so from Ghana, to, I went to Cote d'Ivoire. Um, it's like a twelve-hour journey. It's like a yeah, half a day. So you travel at night. You get there before noon. Um, maybe sooner, but like, again, it's the issues with the borders, especially with buses, when a lot of people who are traders and commercial traders, you know, they have like a lot of goods. So you have to do all that scanning. It's an ordeal, but, um, yeah, just be careful. Just exercise caution while at the border. Um, in terms of accommodation and flight. So this is always an issue as in, why is it so expensive to travel within Africa? I Me and yeah I say this yeah. all the time, like, We can go to England or go to some European country. It will be cheaper than travelling within, like, even within the region. And that's ridiculous. not even, like, going from West to East Africa or West to Southern Africa, you know. Um, Why is it? Because, like, a lot of the commercial um, flights, you know, they they target hubs. That's one. So we don't live in a... For for us, it's quite expensive.
1: What what do you mean? um, What are you asking? It's why... Is accommodation expensive or what? flights? No, no, no flights. The flights. Yeah, flights. The flights, yeah. the flights aren't actually expensive. It's just the tax. The tax well, is what yes, makes that's it expensive.
0: Well, which, well, yeah, what makes it expensive. Yeah. So, like, if you live in, like, hub countries, like, or cities, like, Kenya, Lagos, Accra, Joburg or Cape Town, like, it's relatively okay to travel within the continent because, you know, you live in... or. Or even Casablanca, I would say. Mm. Yeah, because you have connecting flights to major countries. But Suri it's quite expensive for us. So especially and there's
1: not even a direct flight now. At all.
0: Even which when is. I went to Nigeria, for example. So I flew with our African World Airlines. So they're different regional airlines. And it's a Ghanaian airline. So you have to stop, obviously, in Accra. And then you continue your journey. So the organizers didn't want me to miss, like, a second, basically, of the conference. And they're afraid if they put me on, like, Air Peace, which is, like, grossly unreliable. Then I may not have made it in time. I was like, okay, that's fair enough. So, like, I had to stop in Accra, then Accra, I went to Lagos. But yeah, it can be just an ordeal, you know? And um, sometimes, like, the regional ones, they won't come on time or they'll just cancel, not even tell you anything. If you're lucky, you get put up in a hotel. If not, you're just, you know, spending all your hours waiting at the airport, which I did last year. I flew with Medview. I was going to Accra. I was in the airport for like eight hours. They wow. didn't, they're not even sorry for we stepping, but like, okay, let's put you up in a hotel. Nope. Like, no sympathy, no pity. Like, okay, they fed us. I mean, but, like...
1: Where were you traveling from? Here?
0: Yeah, from here. I was going to Accra. So it's like, okay. Uh, um, yeah, so that's the issue. That's the downside, I would say. Um, tickets can be expensive, you know. But one thing I would say... Maybe try to travel from, like, a hub country. Like, if you're going to another country like what i did
1: define a hub country um
0: like like the ones i mentioned earlier the ones who have like a lot of traffic like ghana nigeria like
1: okay the countries the african countries that have made the investments for tourism
0: right yeah pretty much so like when I was going to Kenya like three years ago, I was going for a conference and my grant was about like two grand and like they didn't give, they gave me the, I was supposed to travel on Saturday, so they gave me the grant money on Thursday, so I was like okay, obviously my options were limited. I wanted to fly with Kenya Airways, so I figured it's, you know, it's direct. They were like, oh, $2,200. I was like, ah, oh, my grant is $2,000, so that includes the flights and accommodation and, you know incidentals so I played it smart and I flew from here to Lagos uh, at the time via um, Air Côte d'Ivoire but now they've they've stopped flying to Freetown unfortunately so Air Ivoire you obviously you would have to stop in Abidjan then Abidjan to Lagos I slept there for a night and then I took Ethiopian Airlines so I had to transit in Addis Addis to Nairobi and all of that was like twelve hundred dollars so that was great so that's what worked for me that's how I played it smart in that regard Um, rather than taking a direct flight. And I say that in quotes because even Kenya Airways, you stop in Accra, and then Accra, you go to Nairobi. So I would have to make a stop either way. So that's one way you can play it smart. You know, if you're going to, like, a further farther away country, like for us, if we book directly, in quotes, from here to South Africa, it would be, like, thousands of dollars. But, again, if you play it smart, maybe go to Ghana or go to Nigeria or Abidjan or or Cote d'Ivoire, and then you fly directly; it would be cheaper. It might be less than a grand. How do you
1: um buy your tickets? Do you go directly to the travel agents, or do you? No,
0: go I go online. Yeah, online. Yeah, definitely. Always buy your tickets online. I think they're cheaper. I use Skyscanner, yeah. so good apps. Skyscanner, absolutely. Opodo is actually pretty good too, and Kayak. Or you can use Google Flights as well. I recently um, discovered that.
1: Is sponsoring you, please? Oh, nobody. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I was uh, name dropping there. Oopsie. <laughs> no, I'm sure every, a lot of people already use those platforms. But here is a good trick that I use. So if you're looking for a ticket, um, try and look or browse for a couple of days. Also, mm-hmm. turn off your cookies. Yes, turn off your cookies. And um, search on multiple devices. Oh, okay. Yeah. So search on your phone. Search on, I don't know, your partner's phone. Search on your computer. Search on your work computer, and mm. they vary. Like, okay, that's, the true, yeah. price. that's true, yeah. That's true. that's a good tip.
0: Okay. In terms of accommodation, I like to live on the wild side. No, not really. But um, I'm pretty low-key. I'm pretty
1: low-key
0: <laughs> <The> <lies. laughs> low when it comes to accommodation. I'm not fussy or, like, bougie. Um, just because I'm there to discover the country, you know, or the city. So I don't really care where I stay. As long as it's clean, you know, it's safe. That's pretty much my... Um and reflects the country. Yeah. So like I pretty much do like couch surfing, especially since I travel so much. I just do couch surfing. Nobody has time for guest houses or hotels. So couch, couch surfing. In. Couch surfing. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's free um to people that don't know what couch surfing is hey um, she sleeps on people's couches
0: <laughs> I don't oh I've only slept on one couch sometimes I get a room Oh way you're I get saying lucky. it yes
1: oh I couch surf and you've only slept on one yeah please go
0: no really yeah so like I've couch surfed <laughs> in Ghana in
1: Ireland okay so you haven't slept in just one
0: no 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 I slept in like three okay it's mm-hmm. all coming out now <laughs> so yeah it's pretty cool you know um just be uh very friendly with your host you know and accommodation is free but like you know make that extra agile just be like what is agile in english just uh, n- eager no um not in yeah, this be case
1: eager. be eager or be extra
0: friendly yeah you know how, just be a com- do,
1: you, do you know these people that your couch surfing? no no
0: i just kind of check okay i'm gonna be like for an example i'm gonna be in lagos nigeria who can host me? So and there's then...
1: a separate like, um, app for this, like Airbnb? Mhm. Yeah, oh, there's an actual yeah. app, yeah, Couchsurfing. I do not know this. Yeah, you can go on the website or you can go on the um, app. But wouldn't, you, wouldn't Airbnb just be more convenient? Well, you have to pay. Do you not have to pay for Couchsurfing? No, that's what I just said, it's free. Oh. hmm see? see? Now you're considering it.
0: Yeah, so no. that's it with Couchsurfing. And with Airbnb, yeah, I've done Airbnb as well. I've done it in Ghana. It's nice. I don't have any issues prefer- with
1: it. Um, Airbnb. I just think you get more for your money because they would know more about the country, or they would tell you about places to go that you wouldn't. Well, necessarily that's why I like Couchsurfing as well find out at a hotel. because your hosts. Yeah, they're
0: very nice. They're like some of them they with you like okay you know i don't have time i'll just give you the key to the house and that's fair i understand you have a job
1: but, I but d- yeah i definitely think it's a millennial thing or no something i like it. i want generation. the local knowledge yeah so i like to I stay with someone airbnb to like older people they just like oh, mm-hmm. no, we're okay. staying in the guest house <laughs> hotel, or, <please. laughs> or a hotel yeah i'm like nope nope no not for me yeah.
0: and definitely network you know you never know who like, it's a global village now. You don't know who you'll run into again. So definitely network prior to arriving in the country. Instagram is very good. I just stalk people on Instagram. Like, hey, I'm going to be in your city. Can we see? That's how I make friends. Or oh, Have know. you ever
1: made friends on the plane? I always meet interesting hey, people on the plane. Hey, I have always. my plane
0: friends. I've not spoken to a few in a while. But that's not the point. Yes, we all have plane friends. Mm-hmm. We all, you know. We had good <laughs> conversations on the plane. Yeah, I have a few plane
1: friends. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, In terms of visa, well, fortunately for me, and my spoiled, butt, I have never, ever gotten a visa. Uh (laughs) Ever? Ever. Well, okay. When I didn't have my salon passport at the time, but my parents got that for me. They got me like a landing visa. So, but no, I myself, no, I have not applied. And that's why I'm like, let me go to the country. I can go to 100 plus countries, both passports without a visa. Let me go to those countries first before I am required to go to countries that I need a visa, you know. So fortunately, it just worked out. I went to Tunisia. I went there with my U.S. passport. I went to Kenya. I went there with my salon passport. So, you know.
1: So we worked out that it's 10 between our foreign passports, my U.K. and Yasmin's U.S. passport. We can go to 10 um, African countries without a visa, right?
0: Yep. And they are Botswana. But shout out to Botswana, though. Morocco. Morocco. Um, Namibia, South Africa, South Tome in France,
1: Senegal,
0: um, Eswatini, Tunisia, Lesotho, and Mauritius. Yeah. So, but with our salon passport,
1: listen to this now. Can you imagine? Hey,
0: we can only go to five countries out of the real out of the region. So the five countries that are not in West Africa, we can go to Botswana. eh? shout out to Botswana, Eswatini, Kenya, Kenya, Lesotho, Lesotho and, and Uganda. Uganda. Yep. And I'm just like that's a shame that. Western passports have more value in your own continent uh, than, you know, passports from the continent. So um, as Sardinians we can go to like 55 plus countries, which is cool. So in Africa, I think we can go to about uh, about 20 something. Yeah, yeah about 20 the, is actually.
1: The ECOWAS countries that we can go to. Oh, sorry. Through.
0: ECOWAS is the Economic Community of West, West African, African States. State. And yeah, so the countries that we can go to are Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Gambia, Senegal, Liberia, Côte d'Ivoire, Ghana, Mali, Burkina Faso, Benin, Cabo
1: Verde, Togo,
0: Nigeria, and Niger. Yes. And the countries that we can go to with uh, e-visa or visa on arrival, arrival. are Comoros, uh,
1: Djibouti, Ethiopia, Gabon, Malawi, Madagascar, Mozambique, Rwanda, Tome, Seashells, Somalia, Oh, and Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where's the next country?"
0: <laughs> um, for you, so for me, if U.S. passports, I can go without a visa. Sorry, with a visa or visa on arrival, I can go to Angola, Benin, Burkina Faso, Cabo Verde, Comoros, Côte d'Ivoire, Egypt, Ethiopia, Gabon, Guinea-Bissau, Kenya, Madagascar, Malawi, Mauritania, Mozambique. Rwanda, Seychelles, Tanzania, Togo, Uganda, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. That is just ridiculously crazy that I can go to more countries, basically, even though it's peace on arrival, but still. And the countries I can go with no restriction are Botswana, Central African Republic, <laughs> East Lesotho, Mauritius, Morocco, Namibia, Southamia in principe, Senegal, South Africa, and Tunisia.
1: Okay, and with a UK passport, the African countries you can go without a visa are Botswana, Cape Verde, Senegal, Eswatini, I tried, (laughs) the Gambia, Lesotho, Morocco, Namibia, South Africa, and Tunisia. And the African countries with a UK passport, with a visa on arrival, are Angola. Benin, Congo, Camoros, Djibouti, Côte d'Ivoire, Egypt, Ethiopia, Gabon, Guinea Bissau, Kenya, Malawi, Madagascar, Mauritania, Mozambique, Rwanda, Seashells, Togo, Uganda, Zambia and Zimbabwe. Ooh. And I don't know if you're following this woman. Her name
0: is Jessica. I forget her last name. But she's um, verified on Instagram and her page is... Catch Me If You Can. Yes, the Catch Me If You Can. And she's doing uh, an amazing feat about... um, she wants to be the first black woman to have traveled all the countries in the world. And she's getting up there. She's about, I think she has about 25-ish, 30 countries left. She's currently in Mexico. So she came up my feed. So I thought of her today. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to record. Let me just... I wonder if
1: she's been to Sierra Leone yet. Not
0: yet. So I would like oh, to meet her, yes, her. when she comes. oh, yeah, well, we can reach out to her. But she's very strict about no DMs. I think she gets like a lot of spam, obviously. Oh, she must do, yeah. Yeah, so she said if, if you want to talk to her, just comment. But I'm just waiting for her to you know, say she's coming to Sierra Leone, and then I'll just comment, I'm like, oh, yeah. hi, you can meet my partner and yeah, I. Yes,
1: it's, it's better that way.
0: So I think so. Um But yeah, so I wish her the best of luck. You know, she's getting there. I think her goal originally was May 2019, but I think she's just going to have to finish 2019. Realistically speaking, she can't go to 30 countries in just 30 why, days. Why?
1: She shouldn't rush herself. Like, I don't think you need to have um, a date to see all the... Countries. The countries.
0: I mean, that's what she wants to do. You know, I think she's been embarking on this thing for three or four years. I had a, a colleague who met her in Ghana when she made that proclamation. She's like, oh, she's going to travel to all the countries in the world. I was like, and is that the sole reason
1: she's doing it because she wants to be the first black woman? Well,
0: I think. Function. So you know, and I'm kudos to her. But like this conversation came up on Twitter. What do you think? Like someone said, they're all about scrapping the whole. Oh, I'm the first black person to do this, oh, or I'm yeah. the first African to do this, because like we have a history of our history not being properly documented. So it may be that some other race, you know, we know that race, has already taken credit for something that has been accomplished, but it was by a black person or by an African. Mm. And I was like, well, I understand that, you know, especially with Surloonians, they love to say, I'm the first, okay, and? So, what have you done as the first person? You have that platform. What have you done for other people to follow suit? To follow, yeah. Because it's not about saying, "Oh, I'm the first oh, and only." Oh, they haven't. They haven't
1: thought about that.
0: You know, it's always <laughs> okay. Let me just do it. Okay, you've done it now. So, how are you opening doors for your brothers and sisters Foresight. to follow suit? Foresight.
1: Foresight. You are know? Are they?
0: So I'm just like, you know, for I think it's an incredible feat, but I love to travel. But honestly, I that's just exhausting. Yeah. I don't want to go to other countries. But in why the world. do you
1: travel? Do you have a reason why you do it?
0: For me, well, you know, I've always grown up traveling. My first trip was when i was one so i'm just used to traveling my parents exposed me to a very beautiful life
1: and i like it it's you you learn a lot that's so you, one you realize it's a privilege like being able
0: to no travel. i i will say that yeah you yeah. know um even by road there's a certain amount of privilege you have to be resourceful you know you have to There's are just certain things that not everyone can do even if they have the financial means to travel it's not always about finances with travel you have to be very, you know, deborah, that's like resourceful, mm-hmm. in French. you know, street smart. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I think everyone should at least travel. Yeah. At least go to two or three countries if you're opportune. You learn a opportune. lot traveling. And you learn a lot, you, you learn know. so much. It's, it's like who I am. It's
1: yeah. A, it's a
0: huge part of my identity.
1: I'm not sure who says this saying, but um, I really resonate with it. It's don't tell me what you know, but tell me where you've been. Mm. And I'm like, but... That
0: says so much. It is, it does. You know, you have things to discuss. You see things. You learn more, honestly. Mm. Yeah, you learn a lot. You, you learn that's, by I seeing. And I guess that's the
1: sentiment behind that saying. By like, saying, yep. Tell me where you've been rather than what you
0: know. Mm, mm, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah. I think my own personal, um, what's it, uh, bucket list per se, in terms of countries, I want the countries to uh, I've traveled to match my age. Oh. So I've been to 24 countries and I'll be 27 next month. Woohoo! So I'm three that. countries. I'm claiming that 27. <laughs> so I'm three countries, short, which is cool. I have like two countries possibly this year I'll be going to. But anyways, by next year, I'm hoping to have caught up by, to my age. But um yeah, so I've been to 24 countries to date. And um that's it pretty much. You know? my And my goal is just to travel to a new country once every year. Yes, I made that resolution in 2016. So, twenty sixteen, I went to Kenya. Uh, twenty seventeen, I went to um, Ireland. Uh, twenty eighteen, actually, I went to three countries. I, I I really put in overtime. I went to France, Switzerland, and Tunisia. So nice. this year, it is still being written
1: nice I don't actually think I'm eager to um, I think this is the first year in a very long time I'm not eager or have any countries on my bucket list where I'm like okay I need to go to here 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 I mm-hmm. did do, do a bit of travelling last year mm. however I feel like the state of mind I'm in at the moment I'm just I'm very just excited about exploring Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and I, I thought I used discovering again no you're good yeah, I said exploring mm-hmm. yeah you said exploring I allow that one then. I'll <laughs> yeah, do so I'm, yeah I'm just um exploring different regions outside of the city. And, yeah, I think I'm, I'm making that my goal, just to travel you know, more travel yeah. more of Sierra Leone.
0: But then what people always forget, there's also domestic travel, you know, as yeah. in as much as there's domestic uh, tourism. And it's
1: a, it's a sector, I believe, has been... Um, Grossly neglected. Yeah. And we, like, especially in Sierra Leone, we especially. have so many places you can yeah. visit here.
0: People are always, oh, but me, me I want to travel, go out. So I'm like, I want to travel abroad. I'm like, but you've been to more districts example, than I've been. For example, all the
1: islands we mentioned earlier on, like, mm-hmm. as a Sierra Leonean, how many people have been to two? You know, and one then, I of like, one of what, the what annoys me is like, when, like, let's say, when I went to Banana Island and I posted the picture, mm-hmm. like, eh,
0: na salon dis, this is Sierra Leone, Yes. Switzerland is very scenic. Yeah. I don't know why
1: we keep sleeping on our own country. We're really sleeping. You and know. that's what I realized when I went to Bonth. Because if you saw like everything surrounding Bonth, I was like, wow. Mm. We are really sleeping on tourism in this country. It's, it's a shame. Mostly ecotourism. If we yeah. have the
0: infrastructure in place Precisely. and we lower these damn taxes. That's the thing.
1: We're saying we don't understand um, why domestic tourism isn't practiced in Sierra Leone but really truly it comes down to that like the infrastructure is not in place it's not so... um, I mean in terms of like we have buses that are from Freetown but everything is so
0: centralized mm. like, but you have buses to go to every major district in mm-hmm. the country I've not taken a bus I'm not going to lie but um, I've been to um well, for work. I've been to Cambia, and my mum's village is there. I've been to Cambia, and I've been to Bombali district, Makenni, yes. that's it. I'm hoping this year to go to Bo, um, but that's a work trip, Bo and Moyamba.
1: But that's it, really. But I need to go to all the districts, at least. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, when there's a road there's a way. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to Tasso Island very soon, actually, so I will try and put all the information on my blog in terms of how to to make that journey yourself rather mm-hmm. than to wait on on a, a tourism company or a board to do it. Yeah, it would help, but, you know, at least if the information's there, then you can just take it into your own hands That's and organise a trip with friends and do it.
0: But, you know, like this year, um, the Ghanaian president had, well, it was actually in December he had launched this. Yeah, a year, I mean, yeah, year of return. Exactly. So a lot of African-Americans, a lot of people of African descent in the West are coming home. Um, Ghana being the home in quotes But you know But uh, I think there's an Instagram page There's a couple of Instagram pages Also trying to encourage Surloons to come home as well Yeah And I've like have that. things pop off Like in December mm-hmm. So I'm just like Yo yes I'm not, I'm not even really sure If I'm trying to be here in December Because the way people Are going to be here Especially for this uh, year of return
1: Oh, we're doing that as this year?
0: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, our own year of return is supposed to be in okay. December. Well, that'll be exciting. Mm, that's going to be a lot of people. But it's in always like that. a small capital. Every
1: Christmas is like that. You know? And I, every December, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. That's the thing. Like, I but feel then, like now that I live here, I, I'm not sure if I would want to be here for Christmas. Welcome because to the past five I... <laughs> years of my life. <laughs> There's always some family before member coming. I'd be coming here for Christmas as mm. my holiday. Mm. But now, idea. I was like, I want to. I want to go. Then explore we'll somewhere else.
0: I wonder if I don't leave the, the country, at least go
1: to you know somewhere else. Mm, but we'll I went see. to um, Kabbalah one um, one New Year's. I think it was the New Year's from two thousand sixteen to two thousand seventeen. Okay. Yeah, they have a really nice mountain called Wara, Wara Mountain in Kabbalah, and Ooh. they have a tradition where everybody goes up on oh, yeah, New Year's the Eve, mountain yeah. on New Year's Eve, and yeah, you just celebrate the day there.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Okay. I
1: didn't get to do that, but I, I, because I left to go to Freetown like, on the thirtieth. But okay. I did, I did climb the mountain on the 29th ninth or something. Okay. I but I think it was better that way because I actually got to see it. Like not crowded. Yeah. All
0: those people. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, what is your favorite country you've been to in Africa?
1: Um, I, think I don't mention this. I don't but... think I've I, I can't say it because I haven't been to that many countries in Africa. Okay. I I. But so far, so far. Well, we all know. Sonigal, <laughs> well, <obviously. laughs> we Fake Senegalese, And we know mine, obviously.
0: My favorite in the region, okay? My favorite in the region is Ghana, obviously. So I have to go home to Ghana. I've just been itching. But um, yeah, And I think in general, it might be South Africa. I used to live there for four years. I before, knew you were yes. say South Africa. Obviously.
1: So, yeah, I need to me, go yeah, home. Yeah, I forgot it, you know. I, don't mean, I want to, but uh, don't. no, this history is a bit ah. too tainted. No, it's fine. It's fine. You sure? Mm-hmm. So, what have been your
0: crazy experiences traveling in Africa?
1: Crazy experience. I don't think I've had any, you know. Crazy experience traveling. Or interesting,
0: exciting, you know, anything storytelling that you want to tell the listeners?
1: Okay, what do you think on (laughs) that? Tumbleweed. Okay. (laughs) No, they've been quite calm. I've just made new friends on the bus and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been calm. Although I wouldn't do it again. You like to travel on road, Mia, I know, not expand that. I, I don't, Last but... year I traveled from um, Banjul, the Gambia, to Dhaka and never again would I do oh. it. It was just too long. It wasn't even bad, it was just long. And you know, I can't sit that long. I left Banjul at 8 a.m. and arrived. It was a working day, pretty much. I arrived in Senegal at 5 p.m.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
1: I was like, no can do this again. Mm. No, like, I had fun. But then it was, like, my ticket was, like, 13 pounds. Mm. So it's <laughs> that well. or a flight. Is that, um, yeah, which is,
0: like, what, a couple hundred bucks? No. Yeah. Um, so, like, two years ago, my cousin and I, we went from Nigeria to Ghana, which was very cool. And uh, so we spent, like, it was six days overall, two days in each country, two days in Togo, two days in Ghana, just one day in Benin. And when we were in Togo, that was our first country. We were in Lomé. Um, we actually slept in a brothel the first night. <laughs>
1: How was that? Um,
0: it was interesting. We didn't even know it was one. Like, we when we got to the bus station, that we just asked the Okada riders to take us the commercial um, motorcycle riders. Like, hey, take us to the cheapest hostel, like um, ten dollars a night. So we get here, and I'm just like okay it's clean you know whatever there's electricity as Francophone countries tend to have and then we just see this woman this half-naked woman like okay you know her body her choice but then we saw this woman completely naked wow. walking to- i was
1: like oh this is a brothel <laughs> <laughs> I trust But, you. I mean, we
0: we're cool, though. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, we only moved because, like, we found a better place. Well, yeah, obviously. No, but we found, like, um, a beach house in our budget. So, we're like, okay, let's go to the beach house. And they have Wi-Fi. Awesome. Because I had some connectivity issues with the SIM card. So, yeah, then we moved the next night. But, yeah, it was... I mean, I'm not going to complain, though. It was cool. Like, food is so cheap in Francophone countries. It's ridiculous. Roadside food is, like, a dollar or less, you know. And you eat well, like me and my cousin. We even lost weight on the trip just because... We are moving every two days And like Yeah that was it You know We were just exploring So we didn't have much time Or we didn't really care That much to eat And mostly we just drank coffee But yeah It was a pretty cool trip That was fun uh, Benin Honestly Not to crap on Benin But like there's nothing Going on there Unless you're there To buy like fabric What's
1: make you like Benin The country is dry The country is dry I'm sorry Benin Cotonou Cotonou is dry how would you call people from Benin?
0: Uh, well, I don't know what it is in English, but in French it's Beninois. Okay. I think it's Beninese in English, yeah. Beninese. I think, that's so weird. So I just say Beninois, or Beninois is, uh, if the person's feminine, uh, it's a woman, rather. Um. But, yeah, and then I went from Accra to Abidjan overnight. That was such a horrendous trip, just because like it was a crowded bus, and like when we got to the duan, Duan is customs, and they were just like so long and evasive, just like scanning the bus and looking at everyone 's luggage Ugh. but it's easier to go like via bus because like you get your passport stamped and everything, as opposed to because my cousin and I we took taxis and stuff, which is still quite cheap in West Africa. But like you have to hassle with border patrol, and it is a pain. Like we're we're eco citizens, so we're not supposed to pay to cross the border, but we did. We had to pay those little bribes, like two dollars here, three dollars here. So like when we went from Nigeria to Benin, I mean I speak French, so I just argued with the Beninois official. I was like, I'm oh, not gonna pay. The
1: French speaker struggle. Mm, like no, to... they're
0: bilingual, but they pretend like they're not. That's okay. the problem with francophones. What about
1: um? traveling by a road to Cote d'Ivoire well from Accra
0: to Abidjan it's fine I mean like Ivorians are very friendly people from you so no i was speaking French. you don't speak French oh um I think it was okay there was some Nigerian guy but then like the, the official the only issue was that the official's English was very limited so now I just stepped in to interpret but um yeah that was pretty much it um, yeah, it was when we got to Togo. Togo is dangerous. Mm-hmm. We, um, the official, I, I started to argue again. I was like, okay, oh, we're done, we're done, we're tired. Uh, we're not going to pay, we're not going to pay. And then he just pulled out his gun. I said, eh, it's okay. We just gave him the $4. <laughs> you go. I was like, we're good, we're good. Um, but yeah, but um, to wrap it up, what are your takeaways with traveling in um, Africa?
1: My takeaway mm-hmm. is that we are same same but different we have a lot of similarities but a lot of differences and I think that's what makes travelling the continent so exciting because it's like Mm. you can relate but then you're still going to I feel like I've said this before on the podcast you're still going to come away with a different experience oh yeah definitely so I I like that
0: Um, yeah I guess my takeaway is you get to learn something new and it's something you can add to your memory and something to tell like at a dinner story at a dinner party or something yeah like your (laughs) your like my travels so that's pretty fun and, okay, so we have closed the segment. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Season 2. And before we go away, we're going to hit you with a proverb. This is a general African proverb, and it says, a roaring lion kills no game, which means you can't achieve or gain anything by mere sitting around and just talking about it. That all said and done, we've talked about, like, the certain privilege that comes with traveling, but I believe with, like, certain planning and budgeting you can go to your neighboring country. At least you should want to go to your neighboring country. So that's something, you know, just get it's up good and to go. Explore
1: and to have something to compare. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not just definitely. staying
0: in the same country all the time. So do that. And so we're gonna leave you for now. Thank you for tuning in.
1: Thank you. And, and um we'll be back in two, two weeks. weeks yeah. Uh always
0: use the hashtag YSquarePod Ysquare pod. and for this one travel in Africa, and tell us your experiences of traveling, or if you haven't been to the continent, what country you would you like to come first? Come to first? Hopefully, Sierra Leone.
1: <laughs> yeah, so please just share your experiences with us, and yeah, we look forward to hearing about your own time in Africa. Alright, bye! bye. Okay. This-